What up, nerds? I'm Pastor Coco, the host of LTN Radio's Zinio Blog Party, an hour-long playlist of the best Christian rock, rap, and pop from the 90s and 2000s. And in between all the audible awesomeness, I get to bring you some interesting food for thought. Here's what you missed from me this past Saturday. In my time as the host of the Zenio Block Party, you've learned of my love of video games, comic books, and pro wrestling. Well, there's another love that I have that I haven't talked about yet, but holds a special place in my heart for a variety of reasons, and that's the TV show Friends. The story of the love and loss faced by the group of six friends in Manhattan quickly became my favorite show. The show debuted in September of 1994 on the NBC network. It ran for 10 seasons and became one of the most popular television shows of all time. It garnered over 50 primetime Emmy nominations and made multiple best TV shows of all time lists. It even had a reunion special on HBO Max this last year. So today, let's take a look at some of what made Friends such an amazing success. Friends is considered by many to be the first true ensemble cast show. Sure, there had been TV shows with an array of characters before, but inevitably one or two of the characters always ended up being the most important or got focused on more because they became extremely popular amongst the fans. Friends seemed destined to be the same way, as by the second season the main cast was all receiving different salaries. However, in an unprecedented move that surprised TV execs and displayed a camaraderie and humbleness not normally seen amongst the members of the TV and film community, the six core members of the cast Matthew Perry, Matt LeBlanc, David Schwimmer, Lisa Kudrow, Jennifer Aniston, and Courtney Cox all agreed to enter into salary negotiations collectively prior to the third season. All six of the core cast would end up receiving the salary of the lowest paid cast members. The friends had even from the very beginning strived to keep the show all about all six of them. They did magazine covers as an ensemble promoting the debut season, and they fought behind the scenes to make sure not one of the characters was featured more than the others, so that the show really became about all six of the core cast. It was said that they even became such good friends off the screen that recurring guest stars such as Tom Selleck often felt left out of the group. In season four of Friends, the creators were tasked with handling the real-life pregnancy of Phoebe actress Lisa Kudrow. Now, TV shows have been dealing with pregnant cast members in a variety of ways for a long time to mixed results. We've all seen those episodes where a lady's constantly standing behind something or maybe always holding something in front of what is obviously a belly great with child. But the creators of Friends and the writers decided to incorporate the pregnancy into the show by having Phoebe serve as the surrogate mother for her brother Frank Jr., played by Giovanni Ribisi, and his wife Alice, played by Deborah Jo Rupp, who you probably know best as the mom from that 70s show. It's the beginning of that pregnancy storyline that serves as the backdrop to my favorite episode of the show. Entitled The One with the Embryos, the episode follows two main storylines. Phoebe going through the process of having embryos implanted and the stress of what will happen if the very expensive procedure doesn't work out. While the rest of the cast is involved in one of the funniest things I have ever watched on TV. Rachel and Joy enter the apartment from a shopping trip embroiled in an argument about whether the boys know the girls better than the girls know the boys. Chandler and Joey bet Rachel and Monica that they can guess all of the items left in the shopping bag that Rachel has brought in. With Ross as mediator, the boys successfully guess the remaining items in the shopping bag, including the wild card item of a roll of scotch tape. The boys' gloating leads Monica to propose a larger wager where they compete in a quiz about each other with real questions. Ross has made the quiz master and the rest is history. The best episodes of the show Friends are the ones where most or all of the cast are in the same room interacting with one another. 
the season three episode, The One Where No One Is Ready, which is probably my second favorite episode of this show, is another great example of how great this show is when the cast is all together. The friends proceed to compete in Ross's homemade game show with questions about relatives, pet peeves, and other assorted categories. When the primary question round ends in a tie, Ross proposes a lightning round, and the bet is up to even higher stakes, where the girls say that their win would mean that Chandler and Joey have to get rid of the chick and the duck, who have become rather noisy neighbors, while the boys declare that they want the girls' much nicer apartment. The lightning round ends with the boys victorious as the show returns to a common joke. Nobody really understands what it is that's Chandler's job. As the boys begin moving their stuff into the apartment, an argument ensues about the game show and the fairness of it and the fairness of the bet, and it continues to get rather heated until Phoebe breaks the tension and ends the argument by excitedly announcing that the procedure was successful and she is indeed pregnant with her brother's baby. The cultural impact of the decade-long run of the show Friends is hard to deny. Jennifer Aniston's signature bob haircut became standard for ladies around the world, bearing the name The Rachel after her friend's character. In 2012, eight years after the original run of the show ended, Kaplan International English Colleges found that almost 30% of their students cited Friends as the show that best helped them improve their English. Central Perk, the primary hangout spot of the core group, has been replicated, replicated across the globe in coffee houses, and the actual set itself is a part of the Warner Brothers studio tour in Hollywood. It's been the site of numerous marriage proposals, and they say that many tourists cry when they sit on the famous couch. In recent years, there's even been traveling pop-up versions of Central Perk, allowing fans all across America to visit their favorite hangout spot without having to travel to Hollywood. And I'll say it here and now. Sitcoms that came after it were directly influenced or straight up stole things from friends. How I Met Your Mother, New Girl, Happy Endings, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they all owe a big debt to friends and you'll never prove me otherwise. By the end, Friends was a juggernaut of a television show. For the final two seasons, the core cast received a million dollars per episode. One million dollars. The series finale was the fourth most watched series finale of all time behind only MASH, Cheers, and Seinfeld. And that year, it was the second most watched television broadcast behind only the Super Bowl. And I still cry every time I watch that episode. Every single time. And with that, you're all caught up, nerds, on what we talked about last Saturday on the Zenio Blog Party! Make sure you catch the full show next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern with an encore at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's the perfect show for the Gen Xers and the Millennials, as well as anyone who is younger who wants to honor the past. Until then, I've been Pastor Coco on LTN Radio. LTN Radio.